Welcome to the Science of Abundance Daily Alchemy Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Clayton, and my story's pretty interesting. Uh, went through a ton of trauma, former incarceration, suicide attempts, sexual abuse in my life. And one of the things that's happened in my life is I've actually used hermetic principles, alchemy, all these really cool tools that we hear and we talk about, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, and develop practices in order to change and affect my lives differently. So within this podcast, I will be giving tidbits and bites for individuals to be able to bite into on a daily basis that will allow you to take baby steps to change your life. But at some point, you'll find the door that starts to change the effect of how you show up on a daily basis. Enjoy this, give feedback, come to my Instagram, comment, whatever it might be always open because we wouldn't be here without each other. Please enjoy and thank you and I love you. Welcome back to Daily Alchemy. I'm your host Sean Clayton and on this episode we're going to talk a little bit about receiving the pain of another in order to really accomplish your healing. So those things sound a little bit confusing and sometimes complicated only for the simple fact that why would I want to go through the process of receiving somebody else's pain? Receivership doesn't necessarily mean that I take it on in the same way that it's given to me. It means that I take it through a lens of compassion and healing that allows for me to actually turn it into something else. This is what alchemy is. It's changing water into wine. It's changing lead into gold. And today I had a response to one of my posts where the person was talking about they had terminal cancer. And that was really near and dear to my heart. Both of my grandfathers passed away from it. I've seen it rampant in my family. And in that path, it's one of those things where you actually say to yourself, why does this stuff happen? Why do amazing people with loving hearts actually go through so much pain? And I'm going to be really careful with this, but I have this premonition that it's an energy pattern that's created at the cellular level that turns those cells into not their true selves. When we look through the lens of correspondence, how do we actually see ourselves as not our true selves? Probably all the time. Um, well, not all the time, that's probably an extreme statement, but often. And in that space of seeing ourselves that way, we show up as another version. That is the cancerous self. That is the unloving self. That is the part that goes through life and ends up hurting other people, whether it's through lies, whether it's through trauma, manipulation, many ways that we act out when we're not actually in our hearts. Given the fact that we Oftentimes to do this, what does it do? It constructs itself down at a cellular level. At that cellular level, we have gotten away from what it's like to truly receive ourselves. What I ended up thinking about was that, what does the process of healing really look like? What is the process of actually receiving the pain of another and the reflection of ourselves? So when that person wrote that post, I said, you know what? If I go and I have this thing we call empathy, which we have said we're going to take on the pain of another, we haven't really labeled the word empathy right because we say we're going to take it on and then we become that suffering version of them because we mimic that. To me, empathy is something a little bit different. It's taking on the pain, but it's taking on the pain and transmuting it and turning it into love. And if I take on that pain and I turn it into love, that means I pay attention to them. That means I accept them. That means I understand the reason why it was created for me to love myself more. And then what I do is I have feedback to myself, which is the person outside of me because they're a reflection of me. So I have feedback to myself that basically gives me the answer that I would have wanted to give myself. 
what does it do at that point is it helps that person not live in so much shame. They feel honored. They feel loved. They feel whole. That's where healing comes from because maybe they get better. And my intention is that they do, but that would have nothing to do with me doing something to them. That would have something to do with me loving myself more. And when I love myself more, then what I'm doing is I'm applying an energy that actually creates a massive level of expansion in the world around me. And that energy that creates that massive level of expansion in the world around me now creates a different energetic response, not only in myself, but in them. Because now they're seeing themselves as being honored through the loving aspect of me. When we want to run away from the problem, we run away from ourselves. I had another guy comment today on a post and he called me all kind of negative stuff and said that I'm wrong and so on and so forth and this and that and I'm a prima donna and whatever you want to call it. And immediately the, the guttural response that we have is to defend ourselves. And I'm like, look, I actually accept you for where you are. I take this feedback and I hold it in high regard because I know that this is something you needed to express to get out in you that apparently I triggered something in him. For me, if I get combative with him, what's going to happen? I'm going to downregulate myself off of not being my true authentic self. We often give ourselves challenges, and in those challenges, it's for us to recognize that we actually lift the weight we give ourselves to become stronger. And when we become stronger in the space of love, love actually builds the real muscle. It builds that big heart space. So if we're really truly looking to heal, there's going to be a recognition of it of the people that show up in your life. It doesn't mean that it's always going to be perfect, but it means that when somebody is sick, we pay attention to them, we honor them, we love them, but we love them as if we were to love ourselves. We make sure that when something's out of balance or somebody says something negative, what good does it do to say something negative back to them? The good that it does is very little. It takes me away from my authentic self and it puts me into the lens of how they're feeling from some traumatic aspect of their past and they don't even have the opportunity to be healed. The more that I present what I call showing up that really clear mirror of myself, even when they look at me and then they show up in a really nasty way, all I have to do is continue to hold that space eventually they will recognize that this is something that I can't continue to try to break. It would be like me punching a brick over and over and over again and think that I'm going to get through it. I'm going to end up breaking my hand because the brick is harder than my hand because it's standing in the truth of it being the brick. If we're going to stand in the truth of us being the brick, us being the mirror, us being wildly transparent and staying in love, that is when healing starts to happen because we then stay in our authentic selves and in our truth. And as long as we do that, our cellular structure will change. The world outside of us will change. The alchemy of love will constantly transmute the fear back into love. We become the feedback loop of our life and the lives around us in order to change and transmute that energy into a thing we call love. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, and I love you.